I've entitled my sermon today, um, The Glory Behind the Cross. We all know the story. If now we can go to to um to the service that site uh, the KFC and ask them to relate the story about um about that that surrounding the the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ they are going they are going to relate to it because we we are all of us we have been taught we know of what happened. But have we ever paused to ask ourselves a question as to why? You know, when we we read or we are taught about the death and the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it it is of course a very fascinating story. It is an interesting story. One thing again on that story is the way in which Christ died. I asked myself the question as to, but why God, why did he hit, why did Christ had to, even if okay, then Christ had to die, but why such a, a gruesome murder? Why such a painful murder? Then you look at him according to according to according to the word Jesus Christ died at, at the age of 33. Three years, three and a half years of ministry. We can say at the prime of his of, of, of his life. But he had to die. But the question is why? Hence my hence my subject today the glory behind the cross. Before we get there I want to lay a foundation. You will bear with me because I'm going to take you back to where it started. When we read the book of Revelation chapter 12 from verse 7 Revelation 12 verse 7 we are taught about we are, we are, we are, we are, we are taught about the story that about the war that broke out in heaven the bible says michael fought against the dragon the bible says because he was not powerful enough he was defeated and after he was defeated he was held down into the earth. And we read the, 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 we read the, the, the inhabitants of, of heaven says, celebrate heaven because he who used to accuse you now is no more. But but who unto the earth? I mean, yes, who unto the earth? Because he came down there and is angry. And based on that, I could think of say, the, the devil looking around, looking at, because the Bible says he was angry, as to what is it that he can do to get into God. 
The Bible, when you read the book of Genesis, it says, God at the cool of the day, He will visit the Garden of Eden. I think that the devil looked at why God is he, is, is he visiting the Garden of Eden. Then, because there was men in the Garden of Eden, then the devil realized that if I go into that Garden of, in the Garden of Eden, sorry, brother, I know that I would have touched the heart of God. Because God had enjoyed a fellowship with men. Then, based on that, let us read. I'm just laying a foundation on this. Uh, it's a scripture that we all know, but I'm just decided to lay the foundation into where we're going. Um, we don't have the other cordless mic, eh? Because I needed some, I wanted to ask somebody to, you know, I sometimes challenge my eyesight. I mean, it's, I need the, this, the, when the, the font is small, I'm some, sometimes get challenged. Okay, um, I'll read from verse, from verse one. So for now, verse one. And I said Genesis chapter three. Now the serpent, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had, had, had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Saints, allow me to say this this morning. Based on where we read now. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Verse 2. Now we see now a conversation between a snake and a man and, and a woman. You know, we need to be careful who we talk to. And we need to be careful who we allow to talk to us. Because every conversation that we have has consequences. Based on this, we all know the scripture. We, we all know the consequences that followed because of this, what the woman just thought. It was just a casual conversation with the snake. And number two on this verse. The enemy, when he comes to you, he challenges you based on what God said to you. He contests the word of God in your life. Did really God say so? That the enemy will come 
and say, let me just give you a practical example of what I'm saying. I know and I know that you know that sex before marriage is a sin. But that's what, that, that's what the enemy will say. He will tell you that because he knows that you know that sex before marriage is a sin. But what if the enemy will come to you and say, because I know that you need that tender. I know that bribery, according to the word, is, 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 bribery, according to the word of God, is, is a sin. But you get the tender, you take 10% and give it to buy a brick at church. That's what the enemy will do. Hence I say, be careful who you allow to talk to you. Because the conversation can have the consequences. Receive of who is talking to you. Because according to Genesis chapter 1, I mean chapter 3, we know that based on this conversation, sin and death followed. Let us go to verse 12. I said I'm just laying a foundation of where we're going with Zalwan. Say, can you read verse 12 to 15 together? Then the then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. And on your belly you shall go. And you shall eat dust all the days of your life. God then comes after uh, the woman. After, after entertaining the enemy, then she ate. And, she, and, and the boy in the Bible, she gave it to, 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 to the man to eat as well. Then God asked them. Then the blame, then the blame, the blame game started. Then, but there's something that, that's very illustrating there. The God says, because you snake, you have done this. Therefore, I will put enemy enmity between you and men. And, and then men will bruise your head. And, 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 he, he, and you will bruise his heel. You know, when I read this scripture, I find something because already we learn that God already is, is laying a war between the enemy and the man. But already we know based on the scripture that the, the, I mean the, the, the end of the game because God says here, now that there's going to be a war between the two of you, the, the result of it is 
You snake. Your head. Will be bruised. Though. You are also going. To bruise his heel. Therefore knowing how a man. How a, the, 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 the nature of man is. We can now understand. Even before. The war, the, the war we, the, even before we get into the war as to the result because the Bible says the, 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 the enemy will be bruised his head meaning that when you bruise someone's head therefore you meet you means it's a fatal blow then now War has been declared. Then that's when now, based on this scripture, God says, the offspring of a woman, that's now the, the messianic, what's called the messianic prophecy, the, the messianic prophecy, that's when Jesus now is, is now revealed from the book of Genesis. Then, when we read the book of Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, now, okay, even before we got there, now we know that already that, now because there is sin, then, but a sin now, this sin has, there has to be a, a, a solution to it. Then God says, for Sin to be forgiven. Blood has to be shed. But when you read the Bible, in the book of Psalm 24, the Bible says, Who can descend unto the mountain of, of the Lord? And the Bible says, He who has got clean hands and the pure hearts. Then again, when you read Psalm 49, it says, no man can redeem another man. The Bible again says, no man can pay ransom for another man because the ransom is too costly. There's not, en there's not enough amount to pay for the ransom. Then it leaves a, it leaves a S2. The Bible says, now that the Bible says we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory, then who is going to do this? Then that's when Jesus then came into the fall. Then let us quickly go to the book of John, chapter 3. I said I'm just laying a foundation into where we're going. Let's go to John chapter 3. Conversation between uh, Jesus and Nicodemus. John chapter 3. Sir, can you read for me from verse 8? Verse 8.
I'll try to read from my. Okay, uh, from verse 8. The wind blows where it wishes. And you hear the sound of it. But cannot tell where it, is, where it comes from. Where it goes. So it's everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I said to you, We speak of what we know and testify of what we have seen. And you do not receive, uh, okay, and you do not receive our witness. If I have told you earthly things, if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to, to, to heaven but, he who, but, who, came, who, came, but who came down from, from heaven that is, that is the son of man who is in heaven. 14. 14. And that's where we, we were going. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wild in the wilderness, and so must so must the Son of Man be lifted up. As Moses lifted up the serpent in, in the wilderness. Even so, the Son of Man must be lifted up. That whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Jesus saying here, you know, it's, there's something that is um, very that, that fascinated me when I, read, when I read this. Because there's, there's what you call, those who study theology, they will not understand what we call the law of first mention. That is, if you, if, if you, if you mention if the word of God in a book or in a chapter mentions a particular word, Whenever that word is repeated in, in that verse or in that book, the meaning that, you, that, that, that it gave you in the, in the, in the first instance, that will be the, the meaning all throughout the, the chapter or throughout, throughout the book. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying. When you read the book of Isaiah, it talks more about rivers about water we know that that means the Holy Spirit here after, we read, after where we read the Bible said in the book of Genesis the serpent and Jesus, Jesus here is he, he saying something to, to, to Nicodemus that compares him to the serpent which we know that it's evil as I read this, I had the problem. As to but why would Jesus, who we know, who he is, but will, will compare himself to the serpent that was lifted up. And, and we know that the serpent stands for evil. Then as I read, as I read, I then discovered that in the book of Second Kings, 
When Ezekiah became king, because the Bible says the Israelite Israelites after the, after the, after the, 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 the serpent was taken from when they entered the, the promised land. The Bible says the Bible they continued to worship the, the, the serpent. Because, because Hezekiah had a right standing with God. He had an upright heart. The Bible says, as a king, he commanded that the snake be destroyed. Therefore, I, I then concluded that Jesus, we continue to worship him. Therefore, Jesus was not comparing himself to the serpent. But what Jesus was saying here was, was that when I am lifted up, just like Moses who lifted who lifted up the snake in, in, in the book of Numbers. When, when the, 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 the snake was a, fish, a foreshadow of what Jesus is going to go through. In fact, God was saying, I, I, I want to show you in, in, in advance of what I am going to do through Christ. God was saying, Moses, Moses, and the Israelites, I know that you're not going to see this. But let me show, tell you what I have in mind. Which I'm going to reveal it when the time comes. Because what I'm going to do now is what I've determined in, 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 in eternity. That is why we find a, that's why we find the scripture that says the, 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 the lamb that was slain before, when, 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 the lamb that was slain before, before, before the, the creation. Then God said to Moses put up the snake and when you put when you put the snake, whoever is beaten. Okay, let me just explain for those who are not familiar with, with the story. When the Israelites came out of out of Egypt, when they got into the into the wilderness, they started to complain against Moses and against God. Then God said. I am tired of you. I'm now sending snakes, venomous snakes. Then God, then, then the children of Israel, after seeing the snakes and seeing people around them dying, they, they go to Moses and say, Moses prayed for us. Then Moses, the Bible said Moses prayed for them. But God says to Moses, Moses, I know that you're praying for them. But I want you to do something here. I want you to put a broken snake on the pole. Whoever is beaten by these poisonous snakes, when they look up, they're not going to die. But whoever when he's beaten, he's looking at what was beating him. They will die. Hang on, Moses. But God here, you said, they came to Moses. Pray for us. We have sinned against you and God. But now we say, for us not to die, we have to be prayed for 
Fulei as colegas. Then look up. Se pega a pessoa. At the at the snake. Cuja nyoga. At the pole. I am telling you let me say this was alone. It in this org was alone. That Ogoti. It is about Jesus. Who is the author and the finisher of our faith? I am sent to you this morning. Whatever may come around you, against you, whenever you look up to Him, who is the author? and the finisher of, your, of our faith it, it, it doesn't matter what is against you because your eyes are fixed on him not on what is beating you this is what Jesus was this was this was what God was saying Moses to say look Moses Moses I want to show you in advance of what is going to happen so that the Israelites although They're not going to be part of that. But let them taste what the future holds. Because, because in, in my word I said, when it's lifted up, it's going to draw all men unto himself. Then he continues to look up to him even when all things are against him. He will survive. Because It's not about what is beating you. It's about about where you. your eyes are fixed. It's not about what is beating you. It's not, it's not about what is against you, uh, child of God. It's about where your eyes are fixed. Moses. Moses. Take up the snake. Tabata inyoga. Put up there. Jesus says to Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Let me tell you one thing. That I am. Going to the cross. And as I'm going to the cross. I had to be lifted up. And when I'm lifted up. Let me tell you one thing. I am becoming a substitute. And that cross. Because the cross is, it, it represents reconciliation. Because the cross it represents substitution. When Christ, Christ went up to that cross, Jesus was being a substitute for me, for me and you. What I what you and I We're supposed to go through. Jesus Christ is the one who went through it. Let us uh, go to the book of John chapter 12. I said not got John 12. You know, Mzalana, when we talk about Uh, on Thursday, let me tell you this story. I was driving to Pretoria. Then driving Then I was listening to a Power FM. Power FM. It was um, around around nine. Uh, nine in the morning. Then there was this lady who hosts the, the nine to twelve show. Her name is Iman Rapeti. Then as she, she, as she as she was introducing the show she said something 
She said hallelujah 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 he is risen. Oje hallelujah 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 uvukile. Then she said something. Eh washo okunye futhi. She said I always always when I read about this story. About the resurrection. About the death again. About the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. She said it fascinates me. But she said this. I'm not saying this because I believe the story. For me, I always use the story for as a figurative speech. She said, in life, we are taken to a, to, 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 to a cross by anything. It can be our people around us. Then from there we're turning to grave. But if she said, if we don't allow ourselves to stay in the, in the, in the, in the cross and the grave, she said we come out and bigger than we were before we went there. This is what she said. She said, I love the story. She said, I read a lot. I read many books about the story. And, and I said, she said, I read, I even read in the Bible. She said, but I don't believe that oh. the story, about, about the story. Let me tell you, that is not about the story. It's about the glory behind the story. Just the story, the story itself may not take you anywhere. But what, when you restore it and you discover the glory behind it it opens your eyes. You see greater things. Because let me tell you one thing. Jesus says here as Moses lifted up the snake so the son of man shall be lifted up. Let me tell you something that when Christ was crucified, there are those who were there who looked up to him. But because they were just observing what was happening, they never changed their lives. The very same soldiers who crucified him, they were there, they witnessed everything. Jesus says, as Moses lifted up, if you look up to, the, to that snake, the brother's snake, when something bites you, it's not going to the same soldiers who crucified him, they they, they witnessed everything. But because they were just looking at, at the story as it unfolds, not to find the glory behind it, nothing now, happened to now, them. The same with us today. We read the story of Jesus Christ. His resurrection. The cross. To discover the glory behind it. How our lives are changed. I said John chapter 12. I said, can you read for me from verse 24? Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it so dies... Says, Jesus here says, unless a, 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 a grain of wheat falls to the ground, it just remains a seed. Jesus was saying here, 
I am the seed. I have to die. I have to go to the ground. So that when I have gone to the ground, more of more abundance of life can come out of it. Continue, sir. But if he dies, it produces much grain. Mm-hmm. He who loves his life will lose it. Let me tell you this. This is, is a spiritual principle. Jesus says, I had to go down to produce something. You know, sometimes for us, how can I put this so that you may get it? I want to a life-giving experience. Okay. Hallelujah. I said very important spiritual principle for a life giving experience had to go through death experience there are things in life for us to die so that we can become what we we, we want to become try just to die so that the thing of God can grow in you. Pride will never, for as long as Christ lives in you, that which belongs to heaven will never grow in you. Greediness will have to die for you, for things of heaven to grow in you. Jesus is saying, I must die. If you, if you, I preface it, if you withhold your life, you will lose it. That's why Paul says, I have died to myself so that Christ may live in me. So for as long as we die to ourselves, Christ will never live in us. Christ, Christ only grows where there is no more of us. Continue, sir. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. It's up to, uh, up to 33. Eh? 33. Okay. Verse 27. Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Listen, Jesus say, He's saying, my soul is troubled. But I, he says, let your will be done because it is for this hour that I came. For this call that I came. Then what, what do we conclude from this? That Jesus was born to die. From this that Jesus was born to die. Because he says, then now Jesus is preparing himself to bring the glory 
That is why when, when Jesus began to speak about his death, when Peter came to, to, to say, no, 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 this is not going to happen, he, Jesus was, had to say to Peter, Satan, get thee behind me because you need to understand that the reason that I was born so that I can die. I don't go through this. The glory behind this is my death. Continue, sir. Verse 28. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the people who stood by and heard it said it had thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, the voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, if I'm lifted from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. Then he said, signifying by what death he would die. The people answered him, We have heard from the Lord that the Christ remains forever. Now how can you say, The Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. Thank he you, sir. Thank you, sir. Jesus is saying, say, I am now ready to reveal the glory of the cross. Yes, Because I now have to be lifted up so that when I'm lifted up I will draw all men unto myself. As, as Moses lifted up the snake because I was born for, such a, for this cause. He says because there's a gulf between Man and divinity. I'm now ready to lay my life. So my, when I've laid my life, a man will use my life to, to go over to the other side where there was a gulf. Therefore, I am now saying to you. I am ready to, put you to go to the cross. But you need to understand this. That I am not going to the cross. I am going through the cross. I am not going to stay in the cross. I am just going through it. Because how do I know that? He's no longer in the cross now. He was not going into the cross. He was going through it. Because through it, behind it, there was glory. Glory behind the cross. When you read the book of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the Bible says in, the, in, in verse 7, I think. Verse 7. Okay, let us read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. As if on the chapter 5. For we work, we walk by faith, not by sight. What, 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 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse? 
I think it's uh, verse 17, eh? Chapter 5, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, I think. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Remember, in the book of Numbers, the Bible says, put out the snake. When the snake beats you as long as you look up to that snake. So let, 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 let me tell you that Jesus, the, the, the Paul here is saying to the Corinthians, whatever that has beaten you is not going to, no matter what, it's not going to kill you. No matter what you're going through the run, I am going to encourage you to this morning to say, look, whatever, because the Bible says, whatever has beaten you in the past, now that you are the new creation, we, we are a new creation in Jesus. No matter what happened, no matter what has beaten you, in Christ Jesus, the new has come. What can we say in response to this? Paul says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Who did not spare his own son? But then we gave him up for ourselves. But through him, we may have life. Therefore, there's now no condemnation to those in Jesus Christ. Because the life of the because the law of the Spirit has redeemed us. And therefore, we because we have been freed, we are a new creation. Therefore, the old has passed. I love the game of chess. One thing that I've learned from the, from the game of chess is, is when you play chess, you need to, there's what we call check. When you when you busy playing, then when you're about to, act, to, to, to attack what we call the king from in the opponent in the, in the opponents, you have to want them to say check. Then when when he can't when 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 if he can't defend the king, because what we call the checkmate. Therefore, Jesus here. In the cross, he said to the edge to, to, to the devil, checkmate. Checkmate. Even today, the devil, because he has been disarmed, has power over us. The checkmate stands. Therefore, even for us, all we need to do is to say, Checkmate to him. Whenever the enemy comes, we remind him of the checkmate from the cross. Because the Bible says in the book of Colossians, Christ made a public spectacle of him. He triumphed over him. 
by the cross when 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 the devil came with with a church sheet against you and I the Bible says you know what I'm thinking I'm imagining this God seeing God as a as a judge then and the with Christ as a prosecutor and and and, and, and again as an advocate bringing the church sheet but in response Christ says but I have dealt with that one the wrath against us and the sin and death have been nailed in the cross therefore they longer have power over us we have, we have, we, when Christ won at the, battle, at the cross he gave us a victor's crown we are wearing a crown of, of the victor's crown the devil knows us but that you and I we are ignorant to know that that wherever we go we are wearing that crown that Christ gave to us I thank you Lord hallelujah